Get ready for an orgasm as you listen to unsolicited advice from that chick you know, and that chick you know would be me, India L. Trotter. Sit back, relax, and get ready for a full dose of real talk. Enjoy the podcast, and note, this podcast is for mature audiences only. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome. <laughs> ah, so thank you for joining me today. This is unsolicited advice from that chick you know, and that chick you know would be me, India L. Trotter. And I am so glad you're here with me today. Are you glad to be here with me today? I, I hope so, because... I think that with every podcast I do, I'm becoming more comfortable with the actual podcasting thing. And I think that they're becoming better each one, especially my sound effects. And for those who um, are listening for the first time, I love my sound effects. And my favorite one is the ding. (laughs) So I was at work and I was talking to one of my avid listeners, shout out to Sean, and was asking, you know, what should I do my next podcast on? Because I know what I want to do my next podcast on or what I want to talk about. But it's interesting to hear what you, the listener, wants to hear. Like, what do you want me to talk about? So I said all that to say. So I was talking to my coworker and asking him, you know, what would you like me to talk about next? And he said sex. (laughs) So I'm like, "Uh, okay, I can do that. So I started to bring into a song like, let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. But then, you know, <laughs> you guys have already given me the thumbs down on my vocal abilities. So anywho, I'm like, I can talk about sex. I can talk about the birds and the bees. So without further ado, let's talk about the birds and the bees. The adult version. So, of course, you know me. I want to know where the expression, the birds and the bees, came from. Because why do we say the birds and the bees? Like, they're not of the same species. So, is the bird supposed to, like, symbolize or be emblematic to the male or female? Like, I don't know. Like, does anybody know why we say the birds and the bees? Hmm. So, I turn to... Google, well, not even Google this time. You know where I like to go. I went to Wikipedia. Is that Wiki? 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 Wikipedia. (laughs) I went to Wikipedia and Wiki as to where the phrase or the idiom, if you will, the birds and the bees came from. So just real quickly, I will read it, but try not to read it verbatim. But it says that the birds and the bees is an English language idiomatic expression and euphemism that refers to courtship and sexual intercourse. The birds and the bees talk is generally the event in most children's lives in which the parents explain what sexual relationships are. Now, according to the tradition, the birds and the bees is a metaphorical story sometimes told to children in an attempt to explain the mechanics and good consequences of sexual intercourse through referencing or through the reference of easily observed natural events. So, for example, 
bees carry and deposit pollen into flowers. So there's a visible and easy to explain parallel to male fertilization. And then the other example, of course, are the birds who lay eggs, a similarly visible and easy to explain parallel to female ovulation. So that's where the idiom, the birds and the bees came from. I don't know who came up with it. It sounds kind of dumb to me, but nonetheless, we say the birds and the bees. And that's supposed to be a um, cloaked phrase for sex talk. So I'm not having the ABC elementary sex talk with you guys because anybody who's listened to this podcast is over the age of 18 and you should have the basic mechanics of it all. But what I want to give you, (laughs) and I hope you're prepared. So first let me say this. If you are easily offended, then today might not be the day that you want to listen to my podcast. I am about to give you some real talk, real sex talk, straight no chaser, from the perspective, of course, of a female, because I am a female, but I'm going to try not to make it one-sided. So, fellas, don't feel like I'm coming for you, because I'm going to come for the ladies, too. But... Again, if you're easily offended, if you're going to take this good nature fun to heart, then by all means, I strongly suggest and urge you to just hit the stop button and carry on. Everyone else, get your pencil and paper, take some notes, and let's get started. The most important thing for you to remember when you're talking about the adult version of the birds and the bees, is that everything is not for everybody. Meaning, just because it worked with a girlfriend before or worked with your boyfriend before or a mate before and it's something that you've always done does not necessarily mean that that's what's going to work with whomever you're with now. So, if you like sticking your tongue in her ear and she doesn't like it, like, I don't like that shit. I don't like tongues in my ear. It's wet. It's nasty. It's like, ew, get out. Fuck off my ear. That's just me. But it may work for the la- it may have worked for the last girlfriend. If it worked for the last girlfriend, then albeit when I tell you to get the fuck off my ear, you don't need to necessarily be offended. Well, I don't say it like that. Because I know everybody's like, really? Is that how you say it? You know, I just kind of gently like kind of move you away. You know how you move someone away? You keep moving them away and they keep coming back. If I move you away three times, that's an indicator that you should go someplace else. And my ear is one of those places. Like, I don't like you on my ear. Get the fuck off my ear. But anyway, if I move you away, then don't be offended. And don't think, well, the ten other girls that I did this with, they liked it. Okay, so maybe they do. Or maybe they didn't and they didn't say that they didn't like it. They just let you do that because they were trying to get to something someplace different. So they just let you do that. It was like a trade-off. But anyway, I digressed. What I'm saying is do not think that everything is for everybody. I may have a different preference. You may have a different preference. So just keep in mind that whenever you're trying to pleasure or please or get someone to a different point because you know you're ready for some action, (laughs) Just don't get caught up in doing the same thing for one person that you did for another. And you can start, that could be your starting point. But if you get moved away or pushed away or told that that's not what they're into, don't be taken aback. Just go with it and find out what they are into and do that.
ladies, do not, under any circumstances, be a prude. Now, does anybody know what a prude is? Nobody knows? Anybody know? A prude is a person who is or claims to be easily shocked by matters relating to sex or nudity. So, you might also refer to them as a killjoy, a moralist, or a goody-goody. And none of those work in the bedroom. You have to be open and receptive to some new things, albeit if they're different. Like if your man wants you to wear the blonde wig and the high heels and throw on some lipstick and go to the bar and pretend like you're somebody different, do that shit. <laughs> I know I would. But anyway, don't be a prude. And I'm going to lay this right here, and then I'm going to let you marinate in it. What you won't do, there is somebody else who will. Now I'm about to start some trouble, and <laughs> I just want to prepare the fellas right now for some crude talk. This is going to be some crude talk. So I just, you know, just... I can't even give it a prerequisite. I can't even give you forewarning about what I'm about to say. But, fellas, if your dick is little, you know your dick is little. I am tired of these Facebook posts and these social media posts about whether or not a guy knows his dick is little. You fucking know your dick is little. I don't need anyone to tell me that I have small breasts. I know you don't need anybody to tell you that you have a little dick. It just amazes me. You know your feet are big. You know your feet are small. You know your hands are big. You know your hands are small. But all of a sudden, you, you don't know your dick is little? Come on, stop the fucking madness. Stop playing, gentlemen. So here's what I have to say. Size does matter, but it doesn't really matter in the full scheme of things if you're the full package. One of which is being able to be honest be honest with yourself so if you don't if you're not pistol packing pete it's cool but then you can't have pistol packing pete conversation you need to be a little bit more subdued in the type of sex talk that you have don't get our expectations up all high and then the only thing that you have going for you is a good oral game if that's what you have then talk that shit up Say, you know, I'm not that well endowed, but I can eat some good cookies. <laughs> now, listen, I can say dick, but I'm not really big on saying pussy. But I just, you know, so, ugh, it just made me cringe when I said it. But anyway, so make sure that you let us know what it's hitting for. Don't have me all geeked up. You don't have this big Peter talk, and then we get in the bedroom, and then it's like, Yeah, like that. And it's so frustrating. So, fellas, don't do that. You know, and we know. So, because you know, and invariably we're going to find out, just, you know, keep it real. Keep it honest. And make your sex talk equal to, but never greater than, the size of what you bring to the bedroom. So fellas, let me let me ask you this question. 
If you are naked, why do you have your socks on again? <laughs> Okay, ladies, I'm going to put this one out for you because a lot of women try to pretend like they don't do this, but I know it's no shame in my game. It is okay for you to watch porn with or without your man. It's okay for you to watch it. I truly believe that in my past life, I was a porn star. So that's why I'm so fascinated with the world of porn. I used to be addicted. That's a whole nother story. We'll talk about that. (laughs) At another time, another another place, another date. Not for this podcast. But nonetheless, it's okay to watch porn. Find some that you like. Maybe it will add to your sexual, um, your sex life or to your sexual pleasures. If you watch it together, if you watch it by yourself, maybe you'll come up with some new ideas. I don't know, but it's okay to watch it. And some good sites, some good free sites for you to watch it, just in case you want to know. Like... I'll just throw them out there. If you just so happen to write them down, then so be it. And if not, no harm, no foul. But some of the best sites, aside from Pornhub, because I think everybody knows Pornhub.com, you also have XNXX.com, ElephantTube.com, Tube8, and I mean, then you have like HoodAmateurs.com and stuff like that. But if you go online and you Google Tube whatever or porn or whatever it'll come up and whatever you like you can find it like there's some some stuff that you're like whoa I I never saw that before you know you might learn some stuff but I said all that to say it's okay it's all right don't remember go back to what I said earlier don't be a prude it's okay the porn business is a multi-billion dollar business And it's not a multi-billion dollar business because nobody's watching it. Everybody's watching it. So let's stop pretending and just out ourselves and go ahead and watch it. And sometimes watch it with our mate. I'm telling you, it'll add some spice to any sexual situation. This should go without saying, but don't kiss and tell. Like... A lot of times we have these experiences and we want to share with our girlfriends or with our guy friends. And that is so high school. Don't do that. You know, if your man likes a feather and he wants you to tickle his ass, then let that be y'all's little thing. We all don't need to know that. If your man has a big Peter, we all don't need to know that. Because you keep telling people what your man has and somebody's going to try to find out for themselves. Now you heard that here first. So don't talk about it. Men, nothing is more bitchy than a man who talks about sex with his mate. I don't like it. And I don't think any other woman likes it. I don't think, I mean, just don't kiss and tell. That's all I have to say about that. That's like birds and bees 101. Do not kiss and tell about any of your sexual experiences. Unless you all break up. And then everything is fair game. when like when you're in a car taking a road trip and someone says like typically the kids are like are we there yet are we there yet this is going to be applicable to the sexual aspect of that guys and even girls stop asking are we there yet meaning did you come did you come did you come just be quiet unless there's some other noise making 
situations involved. But other than that, just be quiet. Otherwise, there is too much pressure to get to the quote unquote there. Like, let me get there. Stop asking me. Stop talking. Allow me to get to where it is that you want me to get to by just shutting the fuck up. Like, stop talking. Just keep moving. Keep the motion right. And then you will know when I get there. Like, don't put too much pressure on me. This is supposed to be a stress-relieving activity. You know what I mean? Stop asking me. I'll let you know. And more importantly, you will know when I'm there. Sex is a motion from the hips, not the neck. Now, I'm not sure who needed to hear that. But if your neck is moving more than your hips, just know. She's faking. This is for the ladies. Well, I guess it could be for the men too. But don't be insecure. There is nothing sexy about insecurity. So wherever you are, your body type, your body style, or whatever, own it. Be secure in who you are. If your mate has chosen to be with you, they love you for who you are. They are going to be just as excited to see you with your clothes off as they are to see you with your clothes on. So be sexy with it. Own it. You know, nothing turns the member of the opposite sex on more than a certain level of confidence. And so just remember, no matter what size, weight, or whatever you have going on, your mate is going to love you if you first love your own self. So love your sexy. It's okay to name call if that's okay with your partner. So you might want to call her a dirty whore and pull her hair, throw her up against the wall, and mm, I just had a chill. Anyway, if you want to do that, you can. But make sure first that it's okay with her. You know, that's the discussion you might want to have beforehand. You don't want to get in the middle of something and then call her a dirty whore. And then, you know, next thing you know, it's a buzzkill. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm not saying, but I'm just saying. Might be a discussion you want to have beforehand. Men, wash your balls. I'm not going to say anything else. I'm just going to leave it right there. I'm going to leave that right there. I'm not going to say I'm going to let it marinate, but I'm going to leave it right there. <laughs> Nasty asses. There's a lot of gray area in sex. There's a lot of gray areas, I should say. Sex is not just black and white. And I'll give you an example. When I meet, or I'm in a new relationship, because I just want to say when I meet these guys, because everybody doesn't get, you know, sex. But when I'm in a new relationship, I try to explain to guys that for me, oral sex, I can take it or leave it. I don't necessarily need it. But for them, they make it literal. They make it black and white. Oh, she's saying that she doesn't want it. I didn't say I didn't want it. I just said I can take it or leave it. It's just not that important to me. At least not every time. So, I have come up with this analogy 
to better explain it to the fellas, just in case you run into someone who says to you that it's okay, they're just really not, it's, they could take it or leave it. So, for me, if I go to the restaurant and order a steak, I want a steak and a Caesar salad. The Caesar salad, I can take it or leave it. It's not as important as the steak. So if I get to the restaurant and they say, huh, I'm sorry, we're out of Caesar salad. I would say, oh, okay, just as long as you have the steak, I'm good. But if I get to the restaurant and they say they don't have the steak, I'm like, oh no, we gotta go somewhere else because the steak is the crust of it. I want the meat. And in this analogy, the meat is the dick. I want the meat. So, the salad, eh, I can forgo that. But the meat, not so much. Do you get it? So it's not that I don't like the salad or that I don't like oral sex. It's just that it's not the most important thing on my menu. And so with that, I'm saying to you, learn the gray areas. Don't make sex so literal, guys. It doesn't have to be this or that every single time. There could be some spice, some variety, some salad and steak, or some steak, but never salad with no steak. <laughs> I mean, unless you're into that. Some people just like salad. I don't know. I'm not a salad person. Not that this should have to be said, but ladies, sometimes you need to be the initiator. Make your man feel sexy. Come on to him. Show him that you think that he is the best kept secret. That he is the cat's meow. Meow. So, I didn't cover everything. You know, I didn't go soup to nuts. <laughs> nuts. Um, but I just gave you a couple of things to think about. A couple hee-hee-ha-has in the sexual aspect of things. Whether or not you take them to heart or you keep it light. It was just, you know, in jest and fun. But there's truth in, in humor, right? So, hopefully you took a little something from this. I wasn't expecting you to take a lot. But guys know, and girls know, that sex is what you make it. And hopefully, what you're making it is a whole lot of fun. Thank you for listening to Unsolicited Advice from That Chick You Know. And if you'd like to hear more from me, That Chick You Know, please follow me on Instagram or Twitter at IndyTrot, I-N-D-Y-T-R-O-T, or like me on Facebook, India L. Trotter.